Hello, and welcome to Being KB with me, Kaylee Booth. I'm here to be your bestie when your bestie's not here, and hopefully you feel a little less alone. Enjoy the episode. Lately, I've been thinking a lot about my body and just changing bodies and growing older. Um, And maybe this is because I'm getting into my late 20s now and I'm working from home. And I think during COVID, the last few years, my body's changed a lot. Um, I've definitely gained weight and I've been less active in general. And working from home makes me less active. And I didn't really realize how much less active I was, especially currently, because I've been working from home full time the last like 11 months um, before I was going in part time when I lived in New York. But since moving back to Chicago, I've been working remote fully. And, you know, I take my dogs for walks every day, midday and in the afternoon. Um after work and I think like in my mind I'm like oh well you know I'm walking the dogs more than I was just like getting up and going to work walking to work stuff I'm I'm doing more in that but I realized like even when I was in a real office I would get up every you know hour just to like talk to someone or walk around or fill up my water bottle or do something and I'm just doing all of that less so I'm physically moving less in general um you know, and, like, sometimes I feel like if you're wearing real clothes, you just have to, like, get up and, like, loosen up your jeans by taking a walk or whatever. You know, like, just weird things like that that just, like, you're like, eh, I'll get up, oh, I'll do something. Or you get bored, so you, like, have to go do something. And when you're at home, if you're, excuse me, when you're at home, when you're at home and you're working here and you're in your sweatpants and... You might be like laying on your couch or, I mean, I have an office and I work in my desk, but generally speaking, I'm not as active as I was. Even if I was working out, even if I was not working out very frequently before, I still was less active or I still am less active now. And, you know, living near my parents and having more friends in Chicago, I've been eating out more and just eating more in general because I'm living with Thomas, my boyfriend Thomas, and he eats, like, he's just a larger man, so he eats a lot quantity-wise and will, like, split stuff, but it's still probably more than I should be eating or than than I was eating when I was living alone. So I've definitely gained, like, 15 to 20 pounds in the last... Definitely 20 pounds in the last few years, but probably like 10 to 15 pounds just in the last six months. And, you know, you can't really tell. Like, I don't think people that know me can really tell, but, or see me every day can really tell. But, like, I definitely see it in my face. And I can tell because I don't fit in my jeans right now, um, which has been really bothering me because I love clothes and I can't even wear half of my clothes right now. And it's just interesting because I think a lot about being a woman and how your body changes and obviously if you get pregnant then your body will change you know and I was pregnant for I don't know like a month so like four or five weeks but even that time 
I think my body was like changing, you know, it's holding on to certain things and the hormones are pumping. And I think getting on and off different birth controls, as any woman knows, that can really affect your weight and how your body is. And then on top of it, just what you do. Thomas always says, um, how much you eat determines your size, like how big or small you are. And then what you do determines your shape. So if you're a runner, like your legs will get toned no matter what, even if, you know, they'll get stronger because you're using your legs a lot. And, you know, if you're somebody who works in a warehouse and you lift boxes all day, like your arm muscles are going to get strong no matter what. Even if you're eating a lot or eating a little, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter your size. Your shape is so dependent on what you're doing physically day to day and your lifestyle. That's why people who work on computers a lot, like me, you start getting like a hunch and you hunch over unless you balance that out by like doing yoga or stretching or working out or whatever it is. So I think, and obviously like dating a physical therapist, I think more about body shapes and I think different about bodies than I used to. But I realize like I still have such an obsession with bodies and body shape because, you know, A, I think I always felt a little chunky and I was not as skinny as I wanted to be back in the 90s. That was like in the early 2000s. Everybody wanted to be so, 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 so skinny, like model skinny because we were wearing low-rise jeans and I just felt like a chunky, um, a little chunk. And I think that... It's so easy. I don't know if men feel this way, but I know as a woman, it's so easy to have this like toxic relationship with our bodies. And then that plays into every part of our lives, our confidence, our security, our sex life, you know, and all of those things affect who we are as a person, how our demeanor is in the office, you know, in social scenarios, how we feel about ourselves, how secure we feel in ourselves. And me personally, I've always dealt with it by dressing my body well so I look good and so everything fits, so I feel good. And so when I grow out of my clothes or when I'm struggling to fit in my clothes, I get really, really mad at myself. And then I get like my one like quote unquote security blanket is gone because I can't fit into those clothes. And yes, I can go buy clothes, go buy new jeans or new clothes or whatever, but I still feel bad about myself because I'm like, oh, I, I grew out of this. I have to go buy new clothes, which I'm sure most of us have experienced at some point in life. And realistically, it's not that big of a deal. Like, eat, pray, love it, and just be like, okay, you know, enjoy your life, eat the pizza, and buy new jeans. But it's also... Like the the issue is also I have a lot of clothes that are like specific and unique and I really don't want to grow out of those clothes because I can't buy them again. You know, I can't just buy them in a different size. So I think that obviously plays into it. I don't know. I've just been thinking a lot about bodies and I always make the joke that I wish I was a ghost because bodies disgust me and my boyfriend's a PT and he touches different bodies all day long. And I'm like, that is horrifying to me. I would not enjoy that. But I do think I have a really bad perspective on bodies. Like Thomas, is, uh, you know, I think I I worked out a lot 
in high school to try to like get this twiggy skinny body and I would diet and I would run a lot and I would you know I'd do whatever to try to be skinny and look a certain way and it never worked because realistically I was like starving myself and not my metabolism probably went down. I wasn't doing anything healthily or correct. And nobody in my life was like, oh, if you really want to change your body shape, you have to do A, B, and C. And also nobody was like, you're in high school and you're still growing. So the reality is it's hard to lose weight because your body needs that fuel to like help you grow because you're literally a kid and you're still growing. And I don't know, it just was so fucked up. I think about it all the time about how I should have just let myself be a kid and realize that like growing and letting your body become an adult body is normal and you shouldn't be trying to like stunt that by not eating or working out all the time or whatever. Like obviously work out and do your activities, do your sports and stuff. That's all good. Um, but you don't have to like starve yourself to try to lose weight. You know, I would do like crash only eating fruit for like two weeks things and it was so fucked up and it was all because of like a number on a scale and that didn't even matter so I definitely have an unhealthy base thought about my body anyways I always feel betrayed by my body like if I go on a run I'm like oh I like it doesn't you know I can't lift more than I want to I can't run as far, far as I want to I can't you know, when you're, when you go on a run or you're doing cardio and your lungs start like burning a bit, you're like, ah, like just be better. Like what the fuck? And I push past a lot of this. And obviously the more you do something that burning and that those like sensations go away and you get better and blah, blah, blah. But I think, I don't know. I have this idea that like, even if you're really healthy and even if you do everything right, your body can still betray you. Like you can still get cancer. You could still have a heart attack. You can still die randomly because of some health thing. So I obviously have some sort of fear embedded in that about doing everything right and like not getting the outcome you want. Um, and that also goes back to dieting as a kid and not working and trying to like fit an aesthetic that just isn't what I look like and not accepting myself. Um, cause the reality is I could get skinnier and I have been skinnier than I am right now, but I'm never going to look the way that Gigi Hadid looks. I'm not, I just don't look like that. Like I literally don't look like that. And I think obviously everyone maybe not everyone, but many people have felt this way where they don't look like they, what they want to look like. And I think during the 2000s, when I was a kid and when I was growing up, a very, very specific look was in. Like, people were calling Hillary Duff fat. And A, she's not fat at all. She's cute and she has a great body. It was this very specific, like, blonde, cutesy, girl next door, really skinny look that was kind of like the hot girl look and so obviously you grow up and you want to look like that and you don't realize that nobody like there's a group of people that look like that but that is not the majority in my mind everybody looked like that because that's what i saw on tv and you know a lot of middle school girls are really skinny because they're children but i just like had such a diluted distorted image of what i looked like and it's so interesting and it goes back to a lot of our mental health. My sister's a therapist and, and she does a lot of work with people who have body dysmorphia. And 
it's just so interesting to think about I don't really think I know what I look like especially to other people I know what I look like in a picture and I know what I see in the mirror but I don't really know what other people perceive me as and I'm always going to be harsher on myself than anyone else is and I don't know it's like you if you think you're ugly you perceive yourself different and you are less confident and you act different than if you are like oh yeah i'm hot i look good i'm going out i'm feeling confident confidence and security goes up and down with different life things and and you know whatever's going on in your life you may get confidence and validation from different things and it goes up and down as you grow and as you change and it's just funny how so much of my confidence even though i as a kid i just always disliked my body and then when I went to college, I kind of learned to like myself and like my body and appreciate myself. Um, and I still do like my body shape, I would say, but I still get insecure when it gets bigger or smaller or whatever, when it changes. And it's just so interesting to think about how when our body cha- changes, we can be so uncomfortable in our skin and not feel like ourselves and how much that plays into how we are in the rest of our life. It's so easy for us to have our bodies change and and grow out of our clothes and then just feel really uncomfortable with ourselves and feel so different about ourselves. And it's harder to acknowledge that bodies do change. And even if you're working out consistently, like your body can change because of things like pregnancy or birth control or life changes, you know, and it's, I don't know, it's just hard... I think Thomas and I both gained weight and we we both feel that pressure and that stress and kind of like dislike of what we look like right now. And I think that is just, I don't know. It's like I'm pro always working on yourself and growing, but I'm not pro like hating yourself. And honestly, we're all so susceptible to falling into these patterns of oh I hate myself oh I don't like how I look and then letting everything else fall apart around whatever that thing is whatever that discomfort whatever that non-validated you know downside whatever's not going right in our lives it's easy to think that like nothing is going right in our lives which isn't true. And when one when thing is going wrong, it's easy to let other things fall to the wayside so that they are also getting fucked up. You know, you're like, oh, well, I, you know, I just don't feel, you know, I haven't worked out and I feel gross, so I'm just going to, like, not do my skincare and I'm not going to do this and I'm not going to do that. Um, and it's easy to just kind of, like, fall into this, like, depressive mode. You know what's even more annoying is the fact that women... Not only if you grow out of your clothes do you have to buy new clothes, you also have to buy new bras. And bras are so goddamn expensive. And it just infuriates me that your boobs will change sizes all the time and your body's going to change sizes all the time. And yet we're the ones who have to look a certain way and act a certain way to like be attractive. And honestly, it's infuriating. I'm like, why should I have to put on a bra and wear makeup and look this certain way? to quote unquote feel attractive because society tells me I need to do those things because of whatever the fuck reason. I don't even know. Like it's obviously all a scheme to get you to buy more shit, but I'm like, 
fuck you guys. <laughs> like, fuck you for trying to get me to buy more shit. I'm really trying to go through this reckoning of loving my body and going into a fashion, you know, season of just like wearing things that are useful and classic and beautiful, but aren't like as constricting and stuff I won't grow out of. And I don't know, just being more like, I don't want to be trendy. I just want to be like timelessly good looking, you know? And I think that also plays into me growing out my gray hair. Like I feel, you know, sometimes I feel ugly and I do have like a huge line that's like gray and then red um and it doesn't look good and I don't always feel attractive but I'm trying to like I'm growing into like realizing that you can be attractive no matter what your body is and what you look like and I don't know it's funny because we know this we have all this body positivity stuff we have all these models who are plus size or bigger and like wearing underwear and and wearing skimpy clothes and looking great but I'm like I still don't look like that like that woman's like twice my size but she still looks better than me because of photo editing and you know a b and c like i don't see her freaking spider veins popping and her gray hair popping you know there's still so much editing and and lighting and all this bullshit they don't actually look like that in real life even celebrities you see in real life and you're like oh they look so much worse than they do on tv because they don't have professional people doing their hair every day like we just need to start looking at reality and be like people are beautiful in the real world, not on TV, not on Instagram, all this stuff. And uh, it's just too much. It's too much with the Instagram and stuff. And I think TikTok is like that. Like people love TikTokers who just look normal and don't wear their makeup and stuff. And just women who are just like talking shit and being funny. And people love that shit, especially other women. Like other women don't want to feel like competitive or ugly looking at somebody else, you know? And if you're watching somebody who looks beautiful and puts their hair and makeup you know, does their hair and puts their makeup on every day, you feel like a twinge of like, Ugh, I don't look like that. You know, even if you don't mean to, you still have this, like, it's easier to compare yourself versus somebody that doesn't care about their makeup and they might be beautiful anyways. And they just are like being themselves. Like that's so much more attractive, I think in general. So I don't know. It's just really interesting to think about. And it really has me thinking about the importance of treating our body right. Because I always feel like my body's going to betray me and I have a lot of fear about health stuff. And even though I'm in good health, you know, so I think it's gotten me in this habit of being like, oh, I just need to take care of myself because the reality is there are... 50 year olds who run marathons and do live happy healthy lives and their bodies aren't betraying them so i think it's just like i have to change my mindset about bodies in general and treat them better because i definitely don't and i put gushers in it so i'm treating it like a garbage dump clearly and that is not good and a lot of what i do is i try to when i'm feeling really like bad or gross i just try to eat healthy and drink a lot of water and do all the things that genuinely make my body feel good but i forget that such a large component of that is literally just moving around in my daily life so even parking the car farther from the entrance to the store or going up the stairs in the airport instead of the escalator or things like that 
And when I do those things, I just feel so much better. You genuinely feel incredible, um, especially if you're stressed at your job. So I guess these are just some of my tips for feeling better about your body, both physically and mentally. Um, I think we could start with some shallow ones, which would be to dress in clothes that actually fit you. This is something that infuriates me about a lot of men I know because they will be like, oh, well, I'm like a big guy and they will wear the biggest fucking T-shirt that Walmart sells. And I'm like, bro, buy a T-shirt that actually fucking fits because I don't know who needs to tell you this, but if you wear clothes that actually fit you... And if even if you are bigger and even if you feel a little uncomfortable, you're going to genuinely look better in something that fits normally on your body. Like the seams of the shoulders are at your actual shoulders and the sleeves aren't too long and the the bottom of the shirt's not like over your ass. Like the reality is you should wear clothes that aren't too too tight or too baggy. Because both of those things can make you look bigger and just look, not even bigger, but just look bad. Like, and I know that it's like a trend and obviously certain people want kind of that look. But a tiny teenage girl wearing a huge oversized shirt and being like, haha, I'm wearing my boyfriend's shirt is a very different look than somebody who is an adult person wearing an oversized shirt. And obviously, like, it depends on where you're going too. Like, you can wear casual oversized t-shirt and running shorts to run errands or whatever. But if you're going to a wedding, like don't wear a suit that's too big for you. It looks bad. If something's too big or too small on you, it looks worse and it makes you look bad and you're going to feel uncomfortable in it versus if you get something that actually fits you. And the reality is everything can be bought at every different price point nowadays. So you can order a suit that's not a bajillion dollars that actually fits. And order a suit, fine, that feels a little too big, and then get it altered. Alterations are not really that expensive, and they make such a hell of a difference in the clothing you wear. It's crazy. It's really worth it, in my opinion. So I think one of the main things that I've always done to feel good about my body, whether I was actually feeling good about it or not, is to wear clothes that really fit and feel good on my body and look good on my body. Whatever that may mean, like you may think like, oh, black looks great on me, so let me wear black every day or yellow or whatever color. Or I think that being comfortable is like the be all end all. And the reality is there's still nice looking clothes that are comfortable and you just can't wear shit with like holes in it, you know? And even like you wear a t-shirt that's really cozy, but then tuck in the front, you know, there's little tricks to make it look better. Um so I would say like have a sense of pride in what you put on your body and what you look like. And then that also goes into have a sense of pride of what you put into your body. Obviously there's days when we're stressed and we would just want to like slam some zebra cakes and gushers and we drink wine or beer or whatever and that you know that happens for sure. But the reality is like we as humans feel so much better and our bodies function better when we're eating healthy. I've gotten to the point where I get a lot of pain in my right hand. 
And I think it's because I do a bunch of computer work and phone work. Like I do everything with my right hand. I carry my bag with my right shoulder. And so thankfully my boyfriend's a PT because he helps me work on my neck and shoulder and stretch. I've been stretching a shit ton. That is also another thing. Putting good food into your body so that your joints don't hurt. I've noticed that like sugar and alcohol and certain temperatures like outside if it's too cold that can really bother my hand joints which obviously you can't control all of that but I definitely cannot I can cut out sugar and alcohol or cut back on it at least um so that really helps me is just like putting healthy foods in my body and I also think just pain in your body can come from different things like you may be lactose intolerant I think just trying different foods I know it sounds so like woo woo to be like oh um feel what feels good you know whatever it is but I do think there is some intuitiveness to what makes us hurt if you're eating a lot of cheese and you're breaking out a ton okay maybe you have some sort of dairy reaction you know and our gut health is really important so I think also I really find that kombucha and fruits and vegetables and um, anything that's fermented really helps my stomach. And you can tell because of your digestive system. Obviously, you can tell there's when there's an issue or not. Like That's the most obvious place <laughs> to figure it out, not to get gross. But it's true. Like Everything flows smooth when you're like eating healthy and doing well. But if you're slamming bread and Reese's cups, usually there's a fucking problem. So I think obviously fruits and vest- fruits and vegetables always help um and water lots of water and even if you don't like water like I have been I love water I'll chug just plain water all day long but I know that a lot of people don't there's a lot of flavored waters or seltzers seltzer waters that um you know have flavors but don't have and they have bubbles but they don't have any sugar uh I really like noons or like liquid IVs and stuff. Those are good too if you're feeling dehydrated. Just don't, you know, there is sugar in them, so don't drink them nonstop. But I think like having that hydration is really important too. Or even Gatorade Zeros, I've been drinking those. And also I want to point out that I'm not a dietitian or, you know, I don't know shit about this. I'm just telling you what feels good in my body. And I think being hydrated is really important. I even have a humidifier because that helps my skin and I wake up and I don't feel like crusty, you know, my throat isn't dried out. So I really like having a humidifier. I also lived in New Orleans for six years and, you know, being back in Illinois after that, I'm like dying because it's so dry here comparatively, even though it's not even that dry, but it's comparatively guys obviously putting good things on your body putting good things in your body stretching I've been doing like I don't know like two to five minutes of just stretching every morning and night before I go to bed I'll do a little like yoga and do either bridges I have a lot of lower back problems so I'll do a lot of bridges and I'll do not like a lot I'll do like 10 to 20 bridges a night and then I'll do um legs up like legs against the wall and just straight up against the wall legs straight up against the wall 
and that's like really good for circulation. Again, I'm not a doctor. I don't really know the specifics, but I think it helps with depuffing and if you've been on your feet all day and just like getting your blood pumping back to the to your heart or something. I don't know. Look it up. I think it's supposed to be good for you. Either way, it helps with your lymphatic drainage. I don't know if that's true either, but honestly, it just feels good. It's very calming. And I think that helps too. Like there's nothing more calming than just laying down on a yoga mat or whatever, just on the ground, on the hard ground and just like literally laying there for like two minutes. And then you can kind of take inventory of your body and each part. I like to do the, you know, the meditative like head to toe, just scanning your body and figuring out like where you're in pain and you know just go down from the top of your head all the way down to your shoulders down 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 to your tummy anything painful there no we're actually good today you know down lower then down to your knees and all the way down to your feet and you can tell like if your ankles or your wrists hurt or whatever is going on It's really a good moment, even if it's one minute. One minute seems so inconvenient to me. Literally, I will be like standing there being like, should I go to bed? I really want to go to bed. It's already fucking midnight. I'm so exhausted. And instead, I'll just like get down on my yoga mat and do literally, I'll say, okay, one minute of stretching. And it usually turns into like five to 10. And, but sometimes it is only a minute. And that's great though, because I'm stretching. I'm making my body feel good before bed. So it's nice and relaxed. And I'm not staring at a screen, which is good. I literally just do a couple like downward dogs, stretch out my calves. I also have really tight quads. So I stretch my quads out and obviously don't overdo it, but it's good to just do whatever, whatever gets tight in your neck or your head or I don't know what the fuck, but fingers, just stretch it out, you know, do your wrists. I think it's important and I think it's really, it goes back to just treating your body right in that moment and movement and working out obviously is going to be an incredible thing as well. But if you haven't worked out in a long time, it can be kind of painful to start working out. And if it's pain that's bearable, then this is what I've learned from Thomas, the physical therapist boyfriend. If it's like pain, it's okay as long as it's not consistent. Like if it hurts and you're like lifting something and it hurts a little bit, then that's okay. But if it if you put if you stop doing that and it's still hurting, that's a bad sign. So then you may need to like rest. You may have pil- pulled something or whatever and you do- need to rest it. But if it's just like a small pain because you haven't worked out in a while and you're, you know, your joints are just getting back into, into it or whatever, like that's not a big deal. And I think, A, it's important to push past those tiny pains, but it's also important to take things slow. Like if you have been sitting on your ass for 10 years, like I have, you can't just run a marathon. Like you have to be like, okay, I'm going to run for five minutes today and do that every day for like two weeks and then go, okay, I'm going to run for, you know, and just take baby steps um, and work out. And because I was, you know, I pushed it too hard and I hurt my knee spinning um, and stretching improperly. Actually, it happened from stretching improperly and then going to spin class. 
And that was bad. I knew that when my knee was hurting, so I shouldn't have gone. But, you know, we live and we learn. And now I'm just, like, taking it slower. I'm spinning. I'm not pushing it too hard. And you just have to move every day. It doesn't matter if you take a walk. It doesn't matter if you play basketball with your kid or, you know, even just, like, doing some jumping jacks in your house or push-ups or sit-ups or whatever. Like, just a little bit of movement, I realize, gives me a moment of peace because I'm focusing on that one thing and I'm not thinking about the 8 billion things I have to do in my life and in my job. And I really think stretching is underrated. Like, stretching... Thomas says that about older people too because he works with a lot of older people and he's like so much of it is just like stretching and keeping yourself doing things because as you get older like the less you do something it's harder to get into as you get older so if you've been somebody that walks five miles every day your whole life you're still going to be able to do that when you're 90 because your body's so used to that you know and I think that's what I forget. Like, I'm like, oh, it's so hard to do this now. And Thomas is like, yeah, it's hard now. But think about, like, if you'd keep not doing it and not working out enough, not stretching enough, not whatever, it's only going to get harder when you're older. Like, right now, your body's pretty resilient. It hasn't had a shit ton of damage. He's like, think about when you were a kid. Your body was incredible. That sounded really creepy, but that's not what he meant. He was just like, think about when we were all children and how good we felt. It was because we hadn't had alcohol and we hadn't had 10 billion pounds of candy in our, like our body hasn't had to work at all. Like if you're a baby and you're popped out, your body has never had to figure out how to digest some shit it doesn't want to digest, you know? And then you're a kid and you start eating fucking Legos and your body's like, fuck, and it gets some scrapes and bruises. And then, you know, as you get older, you you get damage and you do get some permanent damage. You break things, you get, you know, I don't know. People get like metal rods put in their body. So obviously, you know, wear and tear does come into play, but I don't know. It it also is something that like your muscles and your joints and your body want to keep going And if you're strong, they will keep going. But you have to make sure to be strong and stretch and work out and do just do things. Your body wants to like objects in motion stay in motion. So if you're moving a lot and eating healthy, it's going to keep rolling. It's going to keep doing well. And I think I'm always like scared because I'm like, "Mm, I'm going to live my life eating junk, like eating crappy, good, healthy food that tastes bad. And then I'm going to waste my whole life because I could have been eating junk food because I'm going to die either way. But that's very fatalistic thinking. And I will die either way, but, you know, I'd rather be feeling great up through my 90s until the last, like, four years of my life or whatever than feeling shitty my whole life because I'm just slamming Oreos and not drinking enough water and not walking around or stretching or moving or doing whatever. I want to be the person that can do anything that, is it offered to me, you know? Like if somebody's like, oh, want to go scuba diving or want to go hiking or got want to do this, I want to be like, fuck yeah, and not be worried about not being able to do it. I want to be able to like have some kids and then be like, let's go on this roller coaster and me be like, fuck yeah, I'm not worried that I'm going to get nauseous and my head's going to fall off. 
And that means we got to do that shit. You know? Old dudes go to space. They have to go through all that space training. So that means we can feel good. We can eat healthy. We can work out. We can walk. And spin and do all the things. <sighs> it's a lot of men. Honestly, it's such a mental game, though. You know? So that's what, that's my tricks. Like my tricks are my mental tricks to help you get physically. Like, obviously we all know how to physically feel better. Eat healthy, work out, drink water. You know, that's it. That's pretty easy. But there's tricks to it, you know? And that's all the mental stuff. And mine's like, okay, you want to feel good working out? Wear a cute workout set that you want to show off. So you want to go to the gym. Or you want to go on walks with your lady friends, you know? And it feels stupid that you have to kind of like reward yourself to get yourself to do things. But a lot of it works, you know, little tricks like that. And baby steps. I cannot say this enough. Baby steps. And also look at your body and pick out the things that you do like about it. Like, every time I'm like, ugh, I wish I was a ghost. My body's so gross. I hate it all. Like, I'd be the best ghost. I wouldn't have to have knee pain, blah. Then I, like, look at myself and I'm like, wow, this body climbed Machu Picchu, you know? This body has ran many miles, biked many miles, you know, swam. This body took me to Australia and swam the Great Barrier Reef, you know? So, like, this body's done some shit and it's been awesome. You know, and it's been hurt and I've fallen down and shit has happened. But, hey, I've never broken a bone. Look at that. You know, you just have to give yourself props and dubs for when you do win. We're all going to take some L's, but a lot of us are still doing great. Okay, well, that's all I have to say. I don't know if I actually gave any good tips, but just wear clothes that fit you. I promise you'll feel better about yourself. And also take care of your skin. Put grapeseed oil on your face. Yes, literally buy a, it's like a $12 derma roller on, on Amazon. Yes, I know we don't really shop from them because we hate them, but also like a lot of small businesses sell on Amazon. So maybe we do shop from them, whatever. Either way, I shop from them. Buy a derma roller, a shitty cheap one on Amazon. Derma roll your skin, put grapeseed oil on it. And I swear to God it makes me feel like a golden goddess i love it it's so good um also the ordinary has an azelic azelic i don't know how to say that word acid like gel and i really like it it helps my skin be less red um and i feel like it helps with my zits but i don't really know there was a purging stage take care of your skin your skin is so important wear spf Take walks every day, laugh at babies and dogs on the streets, wear SPF, wear hats, eat fruits and vegetables, and drink lots of water. That's the main advice I have. And I know I'm not like aspirational, but I don't know. I have a pretty decent life. I've been drinking good ass chai teas I've been making. And if you're drinking shitty chai tea, only drink good chai tea. It's worth it buying like a nice bag of chai tea from somewhere. And then put some sort of milk. I use 
oat milk and I have a frother and I put it in there, but any kind of oat milk helps and a little bit of honey. I was not a honey person. I used to be a plain tea person. It's way better with a little milk and honey. Who knew? I guess literally everybody on the planet except for me, but whatever. That also is good. Reward yourself with treats each week. And that is something that I do every day. I drink my chai tea and I guess you don't need to say chai tea because that's like a double, that's saying tea twice, but drink your chai every day because it's just so relaxing. Stretch and chai every day. Okay. I'm just rambling at this point. I love you guys. Have a good day.